For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this episode of the Roxpile Rockies Report, brought to you by Roxpile.com. My name is Kevin Henry, one of the co-experts for Roxpile.com, joined by my friend and co-expert, Noah Yingling. Good morning, Noah. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Hey, doing well, except for what we saw last night in the desert. Uh, you know, I, I was reading the Denver Post article this morning, and Patrick Saunders kind of nailed it on the head. You know, if you could... Uh, boil down the season into one game. That was kind of it last night. Uh, you know, it was uh, Chi-Chi actually looked good on the mound. Uh, no hitter into, I think it was the sixth. And then uh, our old friend Wade Davis and uh, and then Jake McGee just couldn't uh, keep the, the Diamondbacks off the board. Yeah, and Wade Davis, maybe he thought it was uh, that maybe he thought Chase Field was Coors Field because you know how significant the – differences between his splits between Coors Field and sure. everywhere else. But, I mean, you're getting to the point with Wade Davis where, I mean, what are you going to do with him? Well, and, and I think, you know, let's let's talk about that to kick off the, the podcast today because, you know, when Wade Davis was signed to a three-year, $52 million deal, we are in the second year of that right now. And every bit of that money is guaranteed. So even if you said today, we're going to DFA Wade Davis, we're going to get rid of Wade Davis, the Rockies are still on the hook for, I think, $18 million next year. You know, And so you're at the point where which is worse for the franchise? Is it worse to roll him out there knowing that it could be a complete bomb? Or do you just say, we're going to take our losses and run with it, knowing that that you know, with this season prorated as well as in the next season, that's more than $20 million hit on the payroll. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I think that you still have to kind of roll them out there in some capacity um, because the team isn't in a playoff spot. If they were in a playoff spot, I'd say there's no way in the world I would roll them out there. Um, but, I mean, like I said, it was Chase Field. I. I wouldn't expect it as much on the road um, for Davis, considering his splits this year. Entering the game yesterday, at Coors Field, he was 0-5 with a 1097 ERA. And on the road, he was 1-0. and um, Well, at Coors Field, he had eight saves, by the way, in 25 games. And on the road, in 16 games, so nine less games, he only had one less save seven saves, but an ERA of 0.63. 
Yeah, so I, I mean, think I, I, part of it is he just uh, he can't find it right now. Yeah. But part of it, I think he'll continue to be a little bit better on the road. But you just can't put him in high leverage situations. But unfortunately, at least in the interim, he's in that spot because Scott Oberg's on the IM. Right. Yeah, you know, Oberg's done for the season. So we've got to unfortunately put him out of mind right now and go, what do the Rockies really have left? And on the major league roster, you know, you're really looking at at this point, you know, you and I were talking about this right before we came on, that really it's Carlos Aceves who's going to be kind of your closer, you would think, moving forward. Uh, I know that uh, Patrick Saunders is also reported from Arizona that Jairo Diaz may get a look as a – closer, late-inning guy as well, and certainly he's got the stuff to do it. But let's not forget that Estevez has closer experience back in 2016 uh, when uh, Adam Adovino at the time uh, was was uh, struggling. They brought Carlos into that role, and unfortunately they had to pull Carlos from that role whenever he struggled. So, you know, now that's ancient history, certainly. But you're looking at one other guy right now on the team that has closing experience, and that's Estevez. And you've got to, at some point, figure out, again, do you bury Davis into the sixth inning? Do you only pitch him like Bud, Bud Black did last year with Brian Shaw, whenever they're either up 8-3 to three or down 9-2? to two? Uh, You know, so it's, it's a really tough situation right now, I think. Well, and I mean, for Davis, Really, his issues started with, and, and you could say that in general for the Rockies, it started with the Father's Day series Yep. for them. For Davis, since the beginning of that series, he has had 23 appearances. His ERA entering that series was 216. His ERA since the series is 1190. Crazy. How in the world when you're... He has less than 20 innings pitched in that span. And he's allowed 26 earned runs. Entering last night, the opponent slash line against him was 321, 415, and 556. How in the world are you supposed to use that as your closer? You can't. You can't. And in that same span, for Estevez, he has thrown 25 innings in 23 games. And he has a 396 ERA. Um, his strikeout to walk rate is 3-1, to one, which is about league average. And the opponent slash line against them is 257, 321, and 416. So, I mean, that obviously that's, at least in that span alone, that's way more reliable than Davis has been, considering his ERA is a third of what Davis has been. Not just a half, a third of what Davis has had. It's crazy to think about. I mean, it really is. And, and you know, we're, we're at the point, you and I have talked about this on previous podcasts, and you and I have texted and I am about this and everything else, but we're at the point where the Rockies have nothing to play for this year. Okay, there is not going to be a Rocktober run. There is not going to be a miracle on 20th and Blake. It's not going to happen. The best thing the Rockies can do right now moving forward is to put young guys in high leverage situations and see if they're guys who can perform in 2020. And that's what we're talking about here with Carlos Estevez. 
is he a guy that certainly you hope and pray that Oberg comes back next year and you hope and pray that Oberg's condition is not something that's going to keep popping up for him. You know, not only just selfishly as, as one of the great relievers the Rockies have, but also as a human being, you want him to be well. But you have to also prepare for plan B. And I think plan B right now is what can Carlos Estevez do if he goes into next season as your closer? Yeah, and I mean, the, obviously the Rockies could look to the free agent market or um, trade market if they need to. But I mean, if you can see, hey, Carlos Estevez faced, for example, in the next week, the Rockies faced the Cardinals four times. They faced the Braves once. They faced the Red Sox. Um, and they're facing the Dodgers six times in Dodger Stadium. Yep. In September, they're facing St. Louis at Coors. They're facing the Mets, the Brewers, even though the Brewers have been kind of skittish yeah. lately. Um, I You can really see if, hey, he, if the Rockies somehow face the, uh, the six games they face against the Dodgers and they win, let's say, four of them, and Estevez can get clean saves in three of them, Hey, you might have some guy that you can uh, you can use him for next year, and that's one last thing you have to address in the off season if you plan on contending next year. Yeah, and and I think Rockies fans expect them to contend again next season, but there's a lot of work that's got to be done right now for that to happen. And I think part of that is you've got to see you know uh, Tapia, you've got to play him a ton. I think you've got to play Daza. I think that you've got to see what you have in, you know, Hampson. Uh, there's a lot of guys who have been on that cusp of the active roster for a year or two now, and you've got to play them and see what they can do. I think we know right now what Ryan McMahon can do. I don't think that that's a question. But I think position player-wise and especially bullpen-wise with Diaz, Estevez, Tinoco, I think that there's a lot of young guys that they've got to say, you're going to face some of the teams that are either going to the playoffs in the National League or that are going to be fighting for it until the last week or two of the season. So these are teams that are very locked in. Here, go get them. Because that's what it's going to be next year if you're really going to be in the playoff hunt. And another person I want to see down the stretch, and we're going to see him today, is yes. Kyle Freeland. Yeah. That's a that's a great point because the Rockies' 2020 success is going to depend on their rotation and bouncing back from what it's been this year. And you're exactly right. Freeland is a huge part of that. There's no question. And looking at his stats, before he got sent back to AAA Albuquerque at the end of May, here were his numbers. 12 starts. He had an ERA of 713. And his opponent's slash line was 280, 349, and 543. Since then, and he's going to be starting today for the Rockies against the Diamondbacks. He has had seven starts. His ERA is 701. So it's dropped very little. 701 compared to 713. Uh, when he went down to Albuquerque. 
but his opponent's slash line is even worse. 331 batting average, 377 on base percentage, 613 wow. slugging percentage. So you really, and now granted it's smaller sample size, um, but you haven't seen much growth from Freeland even since he returned from Albuquerque. I mean, you could argue that you didn't really see any growth from him yeah. in Albuquerque. Um, because he went 0-4 with an ERA of God knows what. It was, it was over 8, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that was even after a game where he pitched seven shutout innings. Um, so, yeah, you've, you've got to see some growth from him. Um, you could even say that you need to see some growth from Marquez. Um, and as it is with the Rockies starting staff right now, the only guy, and I, I know we discussed this a few podcasts ago, really the only guy I would trust right now is John Gray. And if you would have told me that on today's August 20th, if you would have told me that August 20th of last yeah. year, I would have laughed in your face. I would have flat out said, you're but nuts. That just shows you what kind of season it's been. Up is down, black is white, it seems like. And, you know, and, and you go back to Marquez and, He's absolutely thrown some great games lately. He's absolutely stead, stood up a lot of times. But the thing that I wonder is, you know, the whole cramping thing. And, and you know, I, I know for a fact, I've, I've talked to some of the Rocky strength and conditioning guys, some of their training staff. It's not a lack of effort with Marquez and trying to make sure that he's hydrated and isn't going to go into a full body or even a partial body cramp at this point. But as silly as it sounds, that's something he's got to get past. Uh, you know, and, and, and the last few starts, he's shown a propensity to kind of falter. Uh, so, absolutely. I think that that's something we've got to watch. And I believe he gets to start Thursday night in St. Louis, if I remember right. And if that's the case... Yeah, so high team with St. Louis. Hey, perfect time to roll out a, a a cramping Marquez. So wonderful. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, how many times have we seen that this year where he started out well, but then he yeah. he falters later in the game, and that that's something. Whether it's just building up the stamina, whether it's the uh, off day workouts, whatever it is, the Rockies have to figure it out and he needs to figure it out to see how it will work. Because I mean, uh, there's no better time than right now, because uh, like we've said, what do the Rockies have to right. play for? And, and you're right. It's about what can Kyle Freeland do the rest of the season? How can John Gray take a next step? If that's possible this year, what can Peter Lambert learn this year? You know, uh, you know, I, I think they've got to figure out is Chi Chi a guy that is worth next year? Uh, you know, that fifth starter hole, and certainly there's all sorts of question marks about is Tyler Anderson coming back? Uh, there's all sorts of question marks about now that Chris Russon has been stretched back out to a starter at AAA. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of intrigue with that fifth starter spot, or do they just go? off the farm and get a guy who's not going to be an ace. He's not going to be your front of the line starter, but he's a guy who can fortify that back end of the rotation next year. Yeah. And 
But like I said with uh, the relieving situation, you could always go to the trade market. But the thing is, uh, how many yeah. trades have the Rockies made in the past few years? I mean, you could probably count them on one hand. Uh, major trades. Um, I'd even consider the Talkman trade a major trade, and you're you're still probably counting on one hand. Um, so real quick for uh, Marquez, looking at his inning by inning numbers, um, the first inning is not great for him, at least by opponent slash night slash line numbers. Second inning is good. Third inning is not good. He's got an opponent slash of three thirty three, three fifty three, six forty nine, but then fourth. Fifth innings are good. Then you look sixth, seventh inning, and it's getting in the high twos for batting average, and you're in the mid to high threes for on base percentage and uh, slugging. And slugging, you're actually getting in the low fours. Um, so yeah, that goes to what we were saying. How really the the middle three innings, looking at his numbers, are his strongest. But when you're getting towards this sixth inning, seventh yeah. inning, that's where he's. And starting. let's remind everybody uh, that Wednesday's game is a YouTube game. Uh, I believe that's the first of the season for the Rockies on YouTube. So, uh, and I will tell you, it's not that hard to figure out. Uh, my parents figured it out. You guys can figure it out. You know, it, it can happen. I promise you. So it's YouTube.com, and then just search for MLB. Major League Baseball, just search for MLB, and you're going to be able to pull up that uh, game Wednesday afternoon, the series finale in Arizona. And if you have any trouble, certainly go to our site. Uh, ben Macaluso wrote a great article about how to find it on YouTube. Uh, so we've given you the resources for that. So, you know. And the broadcasters for the game will be Rich Waltz, former – Marlins, uh, TV play-by-play guy. Um, and then the two analysts will be, well, representing each of the two teams. And MLB has kind of done that the past few years with the games. They try to get two analysts, one representing one team and one representing the other, even if they aren't necessarily, um, employees of the team. Um, for the Diamondbacks kind of analyst, it's going to be Eric Burns because he used to play for them. And then for the Rockies analyst of sorts, it's going to be Jerry, Jeremy Affelt, former Rockies reliever. And he actually currently works as so, a film you know, Make sure that you Jay. know that coming in on Wednesday. Those of you who, uh, who gripe about AT&T Sportsnet, well, here, how about this? Do you like this? Uh, so we'll give you a whole new voice to listen to uh, whenever it comes to the Rockies. Uh, Noah, any final thoughts before we wrap up for the day, man? Um, the Diamondback series, like I said, with Freeland, I'll be interested to see, um, how he does today because he's, he struggled all season long. Um, and then I will definitely be looking for the Cardinal series and we'll obviously have stuff on the site and might even do a podcast about the series when that time comes, but that will be a very interesting series for the Rockies, especially because they have not faced the Cardinals yet this season, which the Rockies actually have that next year with the Cubs. They do not face the Cubs until September, if I remember correctly. So, um, which is kind of odd considering that 
both the Cubs and Cardinals are in the yeah. National League. It's not like some interleague series or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so I will be very interested to see how that series is. And then um, a few weeks from now, the Rockies will host the Cardinals at Coors Field. Um, but yeah, we'll, you'll have some higher leverage games in the next week or so. And I'll be very interested to see how the Rockies handle that situation. And if they fail, how they handle the criticism. And um, there'll be more on the site on that yeah. later today about the negative Yeah, make sure you check our site. We're so always trying to upload some interesting stuff. We had a discussion about Wade Davis uh, on uh, yesterday, Monday, uh, this morning. Uh, Tuesday, we brought out some uh, interesting numbers with Brian Shaw, uh, you know, and in, in the interesting decision the Rockies are getting ready to face regarding him and his playing time. So make sure you're checking out rockspile.com. Uh, we're trying to get you the most up-to-date and thought-provoking articles that we possibly can. So, Noah, as always, thanks for your time, my friend. And we appreciate all of you for checking out our podcast. Thank Make you. sure that you're subscribed to us wherever you get your podcast. We'd always love a rating. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to try to make sure that we give you short bursts of information. Uh, there's there's no reason to hear us talk for an hour. Uh, 20, 25 minutes is plenty. So that's our goal here at the Rocks Power Rockies Report is to give you good information in a short amount of time so you can move on with your day. So with that in mind. And if you think that you want to hear us, if you want to hear us for an hour, oh, Lord, please no. let us know. Because at least for us, I don't want to hear my voice for an hour. So if you so, want Mom, to hear us thanks. for an we hour, that means that. you're so, a great fan. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're going to sign off for now. It's Kevin Henry and Noah Ying, like rocksfile.com. <laughs> Be sure you check us out. And we'll look forward to talking to you on our next Rocksfile Rockies Report. Like rocksfile.com. Be sure you check us out. And we'll look forward to talking you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.